Hello there, and welcome to the PlayStation Nonplus Podcast, a refined and sophisticated podcast where we snack on fish eggs uh, uh, before before we record the show. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Chris Dorman. Uh, now uh, with a super refined palate. Oh now that God. I've tried caviar for the first time, this fucking guy. Uh, uh, I am joined, as always, by Kirk Martin. Yo. And Chris Hendrickson. Howdy. Uh, so that's my that's that's my month. Uh, I'm I'm now part of a, <laughs> of a the, the month. I don't want to say better type of person, but I. I so I, how was your month really when you? How was your month really when you just bought this caviar? What a day ago? <laughs> yeah, it was like maybe two days ago. I that I bought it. Um, I needed it. We hit five. Su- needed, we hit. I we hit five treat- subs, and Dorman decided it was time to treat himself. <laughs> I needed to treat myself. Uh, because I've done a good job. <laughs> I think he's just again trying to lord his lordship over us all by. You know, You're the asshole who, doing who bought him that shit. So. Yeah. I encouraged it. I know. I poured gasoline on the fire. Terrible. You, you started the fire. You made the fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, how's the month treated you guys? Uh, it's been pretty good, man. I have to say, for the most part. Um, with the weather changing, getting outside into the garden, getting that gardening on. I know Kirk's been doing that too. Yeah, buddy. It's been um, good. Mm-hmm. It's been fun with the kids to do it as well. Yeah, they like it. They they like being involved and helping and, and seeing what's going on. Uh, speaking of kids, I hired a lad to do the lawn mowing, as I, <laughs> as I referenced last year. I'm telling you. This is a more sophisticated, refined, how up uh, uh, bourgeoisie. Just like, why did you? Uh, I forget. Why did you need to hire a lad to do your lawn? You just didn't have I've time. Em- I've employed a surf because I don't want to do it. Oh, because okay, I don't have to do. It. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so I, I scripted can... a boy. Yeah, and um, you got a fat see, one I... that's under eighteen, right? Actually, yes. <laughs> Good. I'm just that's saying, exactly, you don't. Isn't that every? You, you don't want one that's going to pop the shirt off and be super sexy mowing the lawn. I'm just saying, no, you don't want that. No. Absolutely, it's a real, real Stacy's mom situation. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to have a Stacy's mom situation on our hands. Oh no. my god. All right, Pete. Um, I have All to right. say also just to to reference that I picked up Skyrim for the first time yeah, ever, yeah, and buddy. I'm playing it, and I'm. Fucking loving that game, dude! You're a monster, so man. I, I I fired it. I downloaded and fired it up too. I'm playing fucking yeah. Skyrim yeah. on my PlayStation Five like an asshole. <laughs> Ten year old video game. Yo, that I'm. It's so good. I can I can see why it's so good. I already have my. Um, I went to see the Graybeards and did all you know that conversation. Um, I'm loving it. It's, okay. it's a great game. Yo, I, I'm. I probably put two hours in the past like day or so, maybe actually probably more and that might be like my favorite video game that game is crazy good it's so much fun and i i i download a mod for 60 frames per second and have and found a neat little trick so i can still earn trophies while having a mod kind of activated and uh it's fantastic it's such a good fucking you just do what you want you just do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> Mm-hmm. Did either of you happen to see a mod uh, for a random alternate start yet, or is that I still did, not? but I'm not sure for PS4. That, I'm sure that's there. That's 
Yeah, I was hoping for PS5 because I knew it was a thing on PS4 that they didn't have those. That's neat. So, like, what it just drops you somewhere and it's like, good luck. Yeah, it's just you don't start at the beginning. You know what? I could have gone for that too because I just, I got out of Helgen and I just went a direction that I usually don't go. I was just like, fuck it, we're going. And I found some crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, what are you playing (laughs) as, Hendy? What's your. What's your poison right now? So I picked uh, the race of Nord, and I'm sword and board. So sword and Nord. Sword and Nord. Nice. Sword and Nord, baby. I, went I might the... go dual wielding though, because that seems fun. I I'm going red guard because the red guard has a has a has a Kirk Martin skin, like uh, Kirk Martin preset, which I fucking love. I'll have to send you. I'll have to post a picture of it because it just looks like me. I'm like excellent, Kirk Martin preset. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know how every video game has a Chris Hendrickson preset? Well, this one has a this one dude. So many games have Chris Martin Hendrickson preset. presets. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm going. Uh, I'm going something a little bit different than I usually play. I'm going like a spell sword. So I'm just destruction magic in one hand and the best one hand weapon I can uh, carry in the other. And I'm actually gonna role play it out a little bit. I'm not looting everything, doing the crazy like Skyrim thing. I'm only taking chests and chests and gold and gems. I'm kind of like a spell pirate kind of thing, and I'm gonna try and play it a little bit amoral. Like, you know, if you get in my way, I'm gonna fucking kill you, but I'm not gonna be overtly evil. Yeah. But I'm not actually gonna not chaotic evil. help. I'm Ooh. not gonna overtly More help a lawful evil. Either. Yeah, I'm excited. That's exactly mm-hmm. my shit. Like, that's what I need. If I when if and when I get a PS5. Or I just get a gaming PC. <laughs> um, that is that is exactly my shit. I'm definitely going to go and just super, superly mod up Skyrim and play it with no loading times, and I'll be so happy. It's kind of stupid. Like, I had so much fun with that game. It's kind of stupid how good it still is. It's just dumb. Way to go, Todd. You did really it. What did. about other... Kirk, what about some other... Uh good games that you've been playing lately that are are timeless oh you want to bring this up now i'm referencing magic (laughs) (laughs) time magic is fucking timeless dude game's fucking great been playing too much of that actually that leads into like uh, you know i'm having a decent month because like we're i'm vaccinated i'm all vaxxed up i think dorman is and you're on well on your way right hendu you're that's the only garbage thing about my month yeah but you just too but the whole family got sick a couple weeks you'll be all right and uh yeah, i'll be all right in a few weeks getting outside not outside but like going to places getting back to normal like you know taking the kids to the grocery store and the target and we actually you know in face board games and in face magic man it's been it's been fucking cool it's been really cool to see people and realize that the lack of social skills i had could get worse i find myself so often just like looking down instead of like talking and looking at people we're going to dinner tomorrow. Uh, I'm going. I'm meeting up with Dorman and a couple other friends for dinner. We have to look at each other in the eyes. <laughs> it's it's gonna be difficult. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's been a year of not looking people in the face, and it's fucking weird. It's fucking no. weird. But yeah, we'll not do it. Getting back to normal. Super excited. It's been it's been fun, and it's only getting better. I feel like. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean. It is only going to get better moving forward. So anyways, let's get right into the games from May of 2021. Uh, Kirk, let's uh, 
let's do what we usually do and start with a trip into the future. <laughs> Returnal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... Oh my goodness. So I looked at... So... I looked at the notes and it said March, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Blast from the past, or the future, I guess. Uh, so I had Wreckfest on PlayStation 5. Um, it just released with an update for PlayStation Plus uh, for May, and that's what I got. It's a demolition derby-style racing game developed by Bugbear Entertainment and produced by THQ Nordic. Um. It's a racing game, and there's, like, tons of options, which is the coolest part about this game, is there's so many different uh, game modes, race modes, and demolition modes, and it's just it's just a fucking circus. Uh, the game really tries to capture that feeling of a demolition derby, as far as I know what a demolition derby is, and it fucking succeeds at it. Um, there are so many fun little dumb events, like... Uh, when you first boot up the game, the very first event you do is Lawnmower Demo Derby. And I think I showed it on the stream. You were just in a fucking lawn tractor just careening at each other, and it's it's yeah. fucking great. Uh, there's a couch race, which is super fun. Um, one race that I really enjoyed was me versus the school buses, and I was in, like, a little tarmac car, you know, like a little three-wheel, John, and it was not going well <laughs> at all, but super fun. <laughs> And then the figure eight lap races are just great because they're like 12 lap races and you guys are pretty grouped together, but soon you start spreading apart and you're just fucking T-boning people behind you and in front of you. It's, it's fucking great. Yeah. It looked like an absolute blast when you're playing it on stream. Oh, dude, just... it, it's so much fun. Uh, there's lots of car, car customization options in here. Um, I'm not really into that stuff, but. You know, it's, it can get you can deep dive and make your cars look how you kind of want them to, as far as paint and stickers and all that shit. And the tuning is pretty simple. I just bought the most expensive parts I could and put them on my car to increase the horsepower and handling. I, I, I didn't really care. Uh, but the most important thing is the, the gameplay, how the game feels. And uh, Wreckfest feels great. Uh, it's very fun to drive the vehicles, and every vehicle feels very different. Um, from the El Camino to, like, giant SUVs and the couch, everything has a different weight to it, a different way it drives. sorry, the, the couch? Yes, there's a couch. <laughs> there's a couch <laughs> racing mode, and it feels fucking weird to drive the couch. It steers like a couch, I guess, would steer. A couch? Handles like a bistro? <laughs> it's built like a steakhouse, but it handles like a bistro. <laughs> Uh, but it feels great. Weight really matters in the game. Uh, rear and front wheel drive uh, matters in the games, and the surface of the roads uh, all change the way you drive and how the car sticks to the road and everything like that. And you can tell like that that stuff is there in the game. You can feel that that love and care was put into this, and and it shows it works. Quick, uh, quick question absolutely. for for PS Five. Um, you because you just mentioned about road conditions and oh, I yeah, know the baby. dual sense is that new oh, yeah, that new baby. hotness. Yeah, yeah, yeah you feeling that on the road? Absolutely. So the dirt, <laughs> it's so hard, and I, I we talked about this on the the Returnal stream. It is so hard to explain the dual sense controller to describe the dual sense controller. Um, 
in Wreckfest, there's a couple different road types. There's like mud, there's uh, tarmac, which is just your blacktop, and there's like dirt roads. And they all feel different on the controller as you're driving them. You know what I mean? You can feel the controller like smooth out and you have like really little small vibrations in like your hand. And then when you get dirt road or uh, muddy roads, you can feel like bigger sloping, slopping fucking rumbles. Like it's. That is awesome because it's actually force feedback to like tell you, oh, like don't mash the stick so hard. I gotta, I gotta loosen up mm-hmm. here. Or, like, oh, I gotta really, oh, it's chunky. I gotta turn hard. And I think uh, Bucky T mentioned in the in our in our stream that oh, the game like looks like shit, and it doesn't look great. Like it doesn't look like a PlayStation Five game. It barely looks like a PlayStation Four game. But you can tell where they put the time in it. It's nice to see a third party developer putting the time in on the DualSense. I think that's one of my biggest fears about the DualSense mm-hmm. controller is if Sony's not paying you, you're not going to do the stuff for it. You know what I mean? And that's right, yeah. the most magical part of this system. It's so cool. And going along with the DualSense, uh, this is one of the few racing games I've played where damage to your car matters. It's just not cosmetic or you just don't get bumped out of the race because you took too much damage. Like, where you take damage on your car uh, can affect different parts of your car. So if you're taking like a lot of head-on damage, eventually your engine gets fucked up and your acceleration is screwed up. And you feel that on the controller where you're like you're you're it's just not moving and like the rumble isn't like picking up or anything like that. Or if your suspension gets loose, like your car gets all over the place and you can feel that like your the right side of your controller is just like flopping as you try and turn right and you feel your brakes give out. (laughs) And when another example for the dual sense, that was really cool. Uh, I think it's actually where I first noticed what the dual sense was offering was the acceleration and the gear shifting. So you pull down on the trigger and there's a lot of like force feedback that you can't just jam it all the way down to the controller. Like it's like pushing you off of it. And then the gear shifts, and all of a sudden your your finger hits all the way back to the controller, and then it's kicked back out because of the force feedback. Like you're hitting the clutch, you know what I mean? You let off the gas, you press in the clutch, and then you hit the gas again. It's, and that's it's your finger, not your foot. But it's instead. your finger, not it's your so foot, cool. and you feel it. It's so fucking weird. It's so cool. Ah, uh, I'm so so excited to get to I, talk about. This. I love that the Dual Sense is actually proving to be a a cool thing, unlike mm-hmm. with the PS4 when they introduced the whole touchpad that not a lot of games really utilize very well. They, they just, it's just another button for most games. It's not it's actually it's a really good button, swiping though. very much. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it's a good button. There's, it's funny. Cause I, even the third party, like I, when I think about the, uh, the touchpad, I think about the Witcher because they tried, they really tried to like, you swipe up to get to this menu, you swipe down to get them this menu and left and right to get the other menus. But I often found that I was accidentally hitting the touchpad and ending up in a menu while I was playing like Witcher Three, and you know nobody wants that shit. Uh, mm-hmm. I like it as a big button though. Like, hey, this is your menu button, <laughs> and then R two L two to whatever L- whatever the things you need are. You know, uh, what else do I have for? Right? There was there was a I feel like there was a game on Plus recently. Damn it, that used it the touchpad like that for menus where it was like swipe up to get to this thing and then swipe down days the days gone do it days gone yeah, yeah days, days gone, gone did that. that i oh man did i hate that i don't like it did i it wasn't good in, it wasn't good in the witcher bunch. and it wasn't i, I saw it, it felt so bad it's funny because like, i knew it was there like i felt it there and i just was like 
I'm not gonna fucking use it. <laughs> I'm just gonna press yeah. the goddamn button. Yeah. And... I tr- uh, boy, did I try, but it, it, yeah, no. it was just on. It's not worth it. It's, like, it's, and it's just such an ancillary, optional thing to do for games that doesn't quite. I don't know. It doesn't add a lot of value versus the Dual Sense. That is, that's like the next degree of magnitude from a Rumble Pack. But you from know, what? from nothing to Rumble Pack, you know, we don't get the Dual Sense without the Dual Shock. Uh, without the Dual Shock, so. I'm fine with it. Yeah. It is. It is what it is, and it. Yeah, the touchpad thing is so weird because we're all we're all big we're all big manly men with man hands, and I can't like really reach that fucking touchpad to do swipes like precision swipes on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Dorman? No, I know, and I I, you I don't have that trouble because <laughs> <laughs> you're sort of because you're giant paws. <laughs> Look at the size of this thing. <laughs> cigar i yeah i just sort of reach it with my with my big hands big hands flop your big hands over over there uh i think we touched on driving the driving feels really cool like you said like i said you have like different uh different car weights different uh surfaces that you're driving on damage matters and depend and fucks up with your uh messes with your driving um the progression is very straightforward there's a there's different leagues in the campaign mode and you just got to earn so many points to go into the next league and unlock other events and faster cars. That's pretty standard stuff. Uh, the multiplayer was, was actually pretty fun. I, I spent a couple nights in there. Uh, there was one, there's two, two playlists. One was just like everything who knows what the fuck you're going to get. You might get in a demo derby, which I didn't, which wasn't fun. The demo derby stuff is like where we there's no race. You're just crashing into each other. It's fine. It goes too long and it's a little boring by the end of it. Whatever. Uh, the demo it sounds like Destruction All Stars, actually. Uh, I would still argue it's better than Destruction All Stars because at least I knew what the <laughs> fuck I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> Crash into other people. It just went a little too long. Uh, the de- the racing is is where it's at. <clears throat> and I'd like to see this engine in like another racing game that was actually more suited towards just pure racing and not even worry about the demo derby stuff which i guess but the demo derby stuff is just a nice little add-on well let's see we talked about the playstation 5 upgrades dual sense was the big thing there and i mean you guys have any other questions like i don't the game's super cool <laughs> i wish I, I i think my biggest thing is like i wish everybody on playstation 4 got the fucking game <laughs> because then i would have had people to play with I, I, I'm not sure how much I like this. Uh, you guys tell me what you think. I'm not sure how much I like what Sony's doing with the upgraded PlayStation 4 games. Um, I want you guys to have them too, especially if, if there's not a multiplayer component to it, whatever, I don't care. Uh, but with there being a multiplayer component to like Wreckfest and the games on PlayStation 4, like just make it one of your plus games too and, and I get a PlayStation 5 upgrade. You know what I mean, or something. I don't know. What do you? Any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, of course, I would like to have the games. Um, I would only. That's the thing, though. Like, I only see that use. Like, I, I don't know. I probably wouldn't play them if it weren't for this podcast. Like, <laughs> Wreckfest. Like, I wouldn't have played Maquette. I wouldn't have played. You know, like, well, Maquette was just a PlayStation Five game, wasn't it? Yeah, it couldn't possibly have been harnessed on the PlayStation no, 4. It was all. far too powerful of a concept. Three, three, so many layers. So many layers. But, like, it's just, 
like but if I, we could have fucked around with Wreckfest like together like i would have had so much more fun like i dipped into the multiplayer but i just yeah. i just didn't care <laughs> you know what i mean i, sure I get the opportunity cool. cost for for sony though right because they're trying to incentivize ps5 at this point they're not a playstation 4 they, game doesn't incent a upgraded playstation 4 game doesn't incentivize me to play play to to get a playstation 5 or play PlayStation. exactly 5, you know what i mean so there's no point to it like maquette despite it being maquette like you know that's at least a playstation 5 game <laughs> we need more quality ps5 exclusives not I, shitty ports i'm saying they don't even have to be quality they can be like here's this here's the the dozen indie people we gave money to and gave a playstation 5 and said we need something by you know january 2021 move your asses you know what i mean it's such it's it's such a weird launch because i mean you don't have your your layers you don't have your haze <laughs> You know, like there wasn't like a huge launch lineup where there was the possibility. As far as Sony's concerned, though, we're still in launch, man. Returnal was a launch game and they'll tell you that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But um, as far as Wreckfest goes, that's an easy plus for me. This game was the best racer I've seen uh, since we've started this. So just uninstall Need for Speed Payback because that game is garbage (laughs) and we should retro it out as a (laughs) non-plus. Literally, (laughs) literally. Before that month was over, I deleted Need for Speed. <laughs> but I think we it's both plussed it, didn't we? Or did you non-plus it? Yeah, yeah, no. Because I mean, we didn't have another sure. racer. But now, yeah. delete that shit. That one's non-plussed. Wreckfest, plus. That one, yeah, we're, we're wreck, wreck Hindsight is, is just, just 2020 vision here. We're retconning. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's, uh, let's get back in the fucking station wagon our time machine station wagon and go back to 2021 and uh let's 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 talk about the uh playstation 4 games we got i'll start off with battlefield 5 game was developed by dice ea dice published by ea uh yeah it's battlefield guys i started off uh hating this game like really bad um because the visual design like i went i dove right into the single player into the campaign and the visual design of the game was just too dark and muddy muddy um i couldn't see my crosshair i couldn't see any enemies uh, and I was just like banging my head against that for a couple of hours and I Googled it, you know, like, Hey, is battlefield five just, you know, really bad to look at for anybody else. And there are so many suggestions like here, here's what you do and set your settings to this. So I did that. And another major thing was setting, you know, my crosshairs and my hit markers. So, uh, whenever you do damage or you do a headshot, you can set different colors to pop that just like don't appear in the world of battlefield five, like hot pink or bright green. Um, so that was what I needed to do to play the game. And once I did that, it became a incredibly playable game. Like it was much more fun for me. Uh, and I got to learn about the single player. Now this was the single player is what I knew battlefield five from before playing it before it was on plus like of course you hear about battlefield game when it comes out 
it's a huge release, but I remember the controversy around the trailer coming out because the trailer had, I think, a like British woman like in combat in World War Two, which never is not, like, happened. <laughs> but I mean, there were plenty of women actually fighting in World War Two, just not for the British. Uh, but it was, you know, it was uh, controversy because the historical accuracy uh, was being infringed upon. Uh, and, you know, representatives from DICE came out and were like, we don't care yeah, be- about historical accuracy, because, guys. Because one man usually wins a war running at yeah, the enemy, one, yeah. picking up random guns and shooting at people. You fucking yeah. assholes. <laughs> we all remember in history class where we learned about the guy who killed every Nazi. <laughs> all he, he's the greatest murderer of all time an american goddamn hero and he even killed zombie hitler which is great <laughs> he killed zombie hitler and then zombie hitler came back and he killed him again uh but like it's it, yeah because so it was a bullshit controversy started by assholes uh just like everything that has to do with our hobby um and that's really all I want to say about it. I don't want to shed too much more light on it. What did you think about the campaign? Um, oh, or sorry. I thought you were finishing talking. No, about that's where I was going. Um, yeah, I loved that campaign. I loved the little uh, setup of vignettes. I loved that it was balanced between a couple of uh, really super stealthy things and really super uh, open battle uh, situations. How long were each of those um, sections? Or I I I started like two of them, but I never I didn't finish them. How about how long were each of them? An hour and a half to two hours is what I was seeing. Yeah. How dope was that opening video to the campaign? Like, (laughs) this is Battlefield, and you got to play through. Yeah. What was was it? You played like two minutes of each campaign, just like if that you could get murked. I tested it. (laughs) No, yeah, I definitely got murked. I mean, it was that was that was like that got me hyped. That was like okay, that, this is that was crazy. very well done. I have to say yeah. that was that was very well done. But dorms, I gotta disagree, man, with some of the single player. I just I hated being incentivized or forced to be stealthy in a battlefield game. Yeah, oh, I had some. The trouble stealth with that. was brutal. The stealth was absolutely brutal. The campaign was a new I part. I loved chapter in general, five in the tank though. Oh. Yeah. The campaign was kind of a new thing because I think the only battlefields mm, that did mm-hmm. campaigns before were uh, Bad Company, right? And those were specifically single-player campaign mm. games, not necessarily multiplayer yeah. games. Every other like battlefield engine, battlefield was uh, was mostly multiplayer. So, it was, I mean, they really tried that. They it seemed like they tried to bring the heart in there, but it was. You'll have to tell me, Dorman, because the two a couple that I looked at were <laughs> super fucking trophy, dude. <laughs> oh no like it's incredibly ham-fisted all the time um the fucking suicide squad could they have it buried the suicide squad thing a little bit <laughs> instead of yeah we're it's... getting this guy out of prison you're gonna die but you're gonna do yeah. this mission for the british <laughs> it's incredibly incredibly heavy-handed um all the way through but it's never it's never i don't know overbearing it's stupid but you you don't like you're like oh my god really guys um and they never make it like gross either it's never exploitative i don't think uh that i saw so that's good that's always good but man ham fisted (laughs) -fisted. it was it was refreshing though to have the like you didn't have the typical axis are bad allies are good killed nazis sort of america-centric point of view it was just 
these are this is the human story of a worldwide war that's that yeah actually they did it fucking ac- they did an excellent job of of trying to say like this is a human story and it affected everyone and i think that was the big thing about the um the diversity in the campaign dorm is that the war did affect everyone it didn't matter who the right? fuck you were like yeah, the uh, hashtag not my battlefield is like, yeah, no fucking shit, idiot. You weren't there. So what are you talking about with your We're historical playing video accuracy? Games, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. You were born you were born thirteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass. Uh but yeah, I mean it was a and I liked that you could it was pretty open to letting you do some stupid shit. Um, like the, that suicide squad mission takes place at an airfield a lot early on and you can just like get in a Stuka <laughs> and take off and try and complete the mission, wait, but it is wait. so impossible to fly. Wait, I got in the anti-aircraft gun and just shot at people. I didn't know. I got in the airplane <laughs> and like, like, yeah, I saw William Sidney Bridger, 1922 <laughs> to 1942 a lot. That was actually, that's a pretty good segment too. Cause uh, he like a, a German tries to call in and is like, "What are you doing? You're not cleared to to take off." And then oh, he, yeah. he's like trying to pretend to speak German. Yeah. Benign engineer, and he's oh, like, "You asshole! We're gonna shoot you no. out of the sky!" <laughs> wow! So they they definitely put some time into these things. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Production value, man. That game was fucking gorgeous. <laughs> Very pretty to look at. Very pretty to look at for sure. Uh, multiplayer, I mean, uh, the biggest thing I'd say is that the class system was great. Uh, it definitely gave me the uh, Killzone 2 vibes, which in turn gave me a very adult feeling in my bathing suit area. <laughs> I like being able to just spot, spawn on your command on your uh, teammates and stuff like that. Like, you weren't waiting mm-hmm. to get into the game. You are like, we're going, we're going. Uh, yeah. bat- playing actual Battlefield, I haven't played Battlefield since college. Like, you know traditional battlefield and it felt so good to play that game with you guys it was awesome i like the the destruction of like buildings and stuff mm-hmm. that it that was just really cool and to to level the playing field literally level it like oh you're hiding in there yeah we have a tank fuck you and that came <laughs> in with bad company because bad company is what introduced like the destruction and i think people loved it so much that they were like all right we got to incorporate this into the rest of our games for now on and that was terrifying and surprising when we were like oh we're behind the building we're perfectly fine <laughs> and somebody just shoots a rocket into the building it's like oh no we're we're totally fucked <laughs> And, of course, it has a Battle Royale build-in. Um, don't care. I'm done. I'm done. You know what? I don't That's my care. my hot take. That was one of the easier ones to play. I usually am lo- sure. I'm usually pretty lost and have a tough time, and we came in, like, third? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we definitely came in third. We had no business being third. <laughs> I, we did a good job. We had kills. We had kills, Hendu. Relaxed. <laughs> We're strategic, I guess. Well, I mean, I probably should have shot at those guys. I had no way of hitting across the map. That That might have been my bad. I still feel like I just I love that big team battle, you know, that was, not enough games have mm, that these days. Mm, that Ever was, since Halo, right? You know, just doing a big team battle every once in a while is fun. And this game has that is this game's bread and butter is the big remember team Mag? Yeah, I was about to say uh, this is the uh, this is the crew that we're, we're going to get Mag on PlayStation 5. Bring us a remaster. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then wet. Nope. That's okay. That's a that's actually Xbox property now, isn't it? Bethesda. 
Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never. You'll never get wet again. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think. Uh, you, hold well, on. Since we're talking about wet, do you remember? Bethesda tried to do something special and different, and everybody tore their assholes apart. Yeah, and then no. they kept doing the same you thing, make, and everybody tore their Elder assholes Scrolls, apart. You make Elder Scrolls and Fallout, and you shut up. You shut the <laughs> fuck up, Todd. <laughs> what wasn't that bad of a game? Everybody just needs to chill the fuck out. Let people do different things and learn and get better. No, give me Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I want to be a cat man. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to say that this game was uh, a plus for me. I, I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I will be deleting it as soon as we are done recording. Uh, but I did enjoy my time with it, and it was a plus. I have to agree. I think I got my value, you know, my, um, what, my, my 550? My 550 out of my, my total subscription I got payment. my five dollars. You know, I enjoyed I enjoyed that experience. Uh, I might play it again with you guys at some point in the future. You no, know, you will. Uh, no, I'm deleting. It. It. Nope. <laughs> you won't I'll, play it with me. I'll play with you, Henry. Not with you. I, then I'll play with Kirk. I'll play with you. Uh, the I started with the campaign. And I was like, this game is pretty, but I don't know about this. And as soon as we did te- big team battle, I was like, okay, wait, we're playing Battlefield. That's right. This game's amazing. Uh, plus. Yeah, that's that. That was that was surprising for me uh, how how much I ended up enjoying that game. Uh, but yeah, hey, uh, Hendo, do you want to tell us about our other PlayStation Four game? Oh yeah, let's talk about Stranded Deep. I was in many ways stranded deep in this game we'll get into um, this was developed by Australian team uh, called Beam Team Games which is actually just um, two lead directors with their you know their teams under them and then it was uh, picked up by Telltale actually for publishing and it was published across all platforms um, they actually they chose to release console before PC which I was surprised because this felt like a very PC created game you know totally the mm-hmm. controls it's funny because what do you know if it was vr at all as well because when i was playing it i was like this is a vr game that they just like ported isn't it because it felt very weird to play like very yeah. floaty it was it was it was very weird with how i mean just assets loaded into the world sometimes and it i i don't know about vr um I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to make it VR. I don't think so, though. I think they just tried to make it like baseline, general, portable game to all the consoles. Um, it was developed in Unity, um, which makes sense to my brain. That's that's the development platform you want to use if you want it to go to everything. Yeah. It exports to everything. Um, so, okay. Stranded Deep. My first impressions of this game. Um, I was I was a bit like... Okay, like small team game again. We're we're seeing that you know just just like think back months ago to our our painting adventures. You know, you set it kind of sets the expectations, right? 
for another great game. <laughs> so so we were led to believe. Um, and actually, I had a little bit of Bioshock with, you know, the beginning, how you, the plane crashing, you waking up in the water kind of thing. It's like, oh, this reminds me of Bioshock. Like, I'm kind of hyped now. Um, and then just instantly getting dropped in the in the sandbox, just like Minecraft, where you're just trying to survive. You're just trying to figure out what to do. And, you know, oh, you might get your shit together before, it, you know, the danger comes, which in this case, it's not sun coming down and monsters attacking. It's your own survival needs, your own thirst and hunger and exposure to the sun. Yeah, it's 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 they did that same introduction as Bioshock did, but you see where Bioshock did this thing where they had a video game afterwards and then stranded deep they're they're trying this new bold avant-garde uh style where they do that and then they just sort of exist see afterwards. speak to that see yes Bioshock is a nice like uh curated wonderful excellent game but this game does some special things early on. I th- I felt like like it was so calming and relaxing to to work and survive, try and survive on that island, do all your things, progress. Like I th- I was so stoked when I started like collecting water and stuff like that. It was awesome. It was like all right, I don't have to get diarrhea from these coconuts anymore. It looks like shit. It plays floaty and weird, but like I thought that was like really neat and actually kind of soothing and relaxing for me. And, you know, that I was kind of pulled into that in the beginning, um, that especially the music, right? That that music jam when you're on an island, you're harvesting, you're crafting, you're it's just so calm and chill and you hear the yeah. breeze and stuff like that. I, I... You're kind of going through campsite schema in your brain of like, well, how do I maintain this campsite that I'm at? What do I want to be doing next? Um, I personally, I island hopped from the beginning of the game and I uh... cheesed my way to um you know, to get to kind of the ending area, and that's where I set up my camp. See, that's funny. I didn't. Uh, I was completely afraid to go into the water. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified. I didn't want to go anywhere near the water. So we're all of an age where, sorry to hijack you here, Hendu, but we're all of an age uh-huh. where Survivor was probably a big part. The TV show was a big part of our early, our middle school lives, maybe. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. anybody else's brain just go to, all right, we need to start a fire. We need to <laughs> collect water. We need coconuts. <laughs> like, did anybody else just start thinking about Survivor and, like, trying to get downwind and how far you had to put the fire from the campsite and all that garbage? Nobody, Nobody's brain no, just... No, for, for me, it was more Tom Hanks. I was having Tom Hanks flashbacks. Dude, I was, I was in, like, <laughs> Jeff Probst is just, just, just yelling at me, Survivor's ready! I fucking love Castaway too, and this, like, the fact that they had the volleyball, they had Wilson in the game, mm-hmm. but like, I, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get my bit in here and be done with it. This is like my favorite thing, Hendo, about you having joined this podcast is that you get to, you can play this, and I don't have to focus so hard on it for a month. <laughs> Because, like, if you weren't here, I would feel really bad about how little of this game I played. Because, like, so really early in the game, you get the objective, kill a crab. Because you need to eat something. Uh, So I took a rock and made it jagged and went to go kill the crab. And I'm looking for a crab. And I get attacked by something. I look down, there's a fucking crab. So thank you, crab, for finding me. I go to stab it. Mm-hmm. 
This is a very specific reference I'm about to make. But the opening credits for the MTV show Daria uh, da, da, had the, da, da, da. yeah da, 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 da. had the bit where like the volleyball was coming and she would like reach out for it like very lamely. <laughs> that is the fucking animation for when you're trying to stab an animal to kill it and make it your food energy. That is the animation it does, and then it gives you a helpful little pro tip that says. Uh, if you're having trouble stabbing the crab, Crouch. you should try crouching. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did. I killed the crab. I roasted its meat. And then 20 minutes later, I stopped playing the video game. This is a one gigabyte video game that I am deleting tonight. <laughs> I am a gameplay baby. Like, Kirk, you're, you've said you're a story guy. Henderson, I can't peg you. I'm sure you lean into this camp a lot, too, mm -hmm. where the game has to play well. And I watched you play the end game of Stranded Deep, and I had my fun experience with the beginning of the game, and I just can't imagine there's anything in the middle there that I would even remotely enjoy because it's like you want to be a simulation game, but you make me unable to stab a fucking crab hey, Chris, have without you, you, pressing eight buttons. You're what, six, two? I'd like to see you stab a crab standing straight up, buddy. Sure, I would, but okay, when I crouch, it's not going to take eight fucking swings. I don't know how dexterous you are, man. Oh, shit, I stabbed my own leg again. Oh, no, I stabbed my own... Fuck. Oh, that's my own leg again. How does See, we this have keep to get into the backstory of the character here. That's why they just left out that you are, you know, the, the complete derp of life. And you get us <laughs> you back, get us back on this train and tell us that's, what this that's, game a, is. that's the other thing. That's take, the other and thing. Dude, take it away. You could be like the average Joe and it's like, all right, well, you're not supposed to be good at any of this bullshit. Of course. Like, why would you be? You're just some guy who was on a plane by himself, cool. by himself, by himself. So it was a, not probably fun. a private jet. I'm I, 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 it's not fun. That's not fun. You want to be that character in a video game? You're OK. So idiot simulator, but it's super hard mode because <laughs> you're stranded on a desert island. <laughs> That is not my idea of a fun video game. Thank Dude, you for not. making it. That was cool. Right, I'm nine get, plus. I wanted to give it back to Hendu, but like, come on. Hendu, like, let's talk. To, you climbed a tree. You climbed a tree. He, he, gathered he, coconuts. You fucking bashing. I remember the first time I discovered I could get meat out of the coconut just because, you know, idiot simulator. I'm like, oh, all right. I didn't catch any crabs. Um, fishing's not going well. I need something to eat now. And I was like, oh, I have all these fucking empty coconuts. I'm just going to start, like, stabbing them for fun. <laughs> and they opened up, and I had coconut meat. So I ate the coconut. I started stabbing them for fun. <laughs> I'm on a desert island alone. What do you want me to do? You're trying to be the voice of reason. You think I'm going too hard? So I started stabbing the coconuts for fun. Hendu. I named them Hendu, first. Hendu, finish telling us about this game, and we can yell. I mean, at each I'm other gonna dovetail later. off of of dorms here real They're quick because Chris, the combat does suck balls. Um, the I you know starting there with those fucking crabs, I had the same same thing. It gets worse. You're trying to throw spears at a pig, and you're just missing, and it's goring you in the face. Um, you're trying to judge distance for the bigger crabs that come at you, and nope, that doesn't really work very well, because uh, then you'll just step on another shit crab, because crabs are evil. Or, you know, you'll 
you'll be trying to cross the ocean and a shark just tips over your fucking things and you try to attack the shark, but it just grabs you and rips you around and now you're bleeding and even if you somehow kill it, you're just going to bleed out anyway. Um, you you saw even when I was trying to fight the the squid, the giant squid, I was shooting arrows and they're just getting lodged in my own gun. That, what the f- that was fucking... What the hell is that? That was fucked. I'll agree with you there. Yeah. That part was fucked. If you're going to make your win condition to fight these monsters, you better get your combat down. That's that's just the, the win condition is not fun. What is the point of that? What game? The hell? Is that the point of the game is to kill like the leviathans or like... Now, okay. Now now good counterpoint because I'll speak to that. I'll speak to that side of the thing. This game didn't really have an original ending. It started out as a as a just vacation simulator like in some sand, ways. Like a sandbox type of thing. Yeah. You're just going around you're hopping around. They didn't even have bosses at first. You're just adventuring, crafting, and building. So with that kind of context in mind, I, I start to give it some leeway with the terrible combat because that's not how it was designed Do... from the start. But No, sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What, what did you... So, like, I didn't get into the Like, I saw the giant squid shit on your stream, and I was like, I am not about that lifestyle at all. I, I honestly just loved being on the beach trying to craft the random things like a better shelter. Like I said, like I was so excited when I built like the water collector and stuff like that. Do you think that the com like combat is what like kind of murdered this game for you? Because I was having a great time just having a survivor sim simulator personally. Yeah. I think it, I think it absolutely was once the combat became the wind condition it became part of the win condition and my skill could not meet the level of challenge even on normal mode when fighting the especially the bosses that you have to beat in order to beat the game there's no other way you can't scavenge your way you have to fight through this thing um before then i was having fun though i'll, I'll tell you a little bit of my journey i was island hopping i found wilson i was like i'm gonna come back for you bud eventually made my way to the the end game learned about the end game stuff um I sort of set up camp, started to, you know, get more into building things. I ended up being able to build a gyrocopter so I could go back and explore some of the other islands. Um, then I started getting ready for war because I wanted to fight some of these monsters. So I started stockpiling food and water and weapons and ammo and stuff. Um, I did a recon mission and found Wilson, my good friend. And then um, before the stream, I started sc- scouting out different bosses. Uh, you really have to, like nail down your timing when you fight them too because if it's dark or if it's shitty weather you're gonna have a bad time you just it it becomes unplayable there and then you just want to get out of there um but i have to say after 60 hours of exploring and building the camp and you know the the early new game energy sort of subsiding and now i'm being left with giant squid boss that's gonna just kill me every time so fast i know i'd I would just rather slowly die in Pacifico than <laughs> do this combat. This combat is not worth the time and persistence, man. It's just, uh, it's terrible. Um, I have I have a hot take on this on this month, if I may. I think a theme or a hot take. Did you did you a, find a the theme, theme? Kind of both. Okay. Kind of both. So you know, last month was zombies, right? Last month wasn't the the shitty PC sim games. It was zombies. So Sony was like, okay, we did the horror zombie month. Now we're going to ground people in real life horrors with full scale war. 
and being lost in the middle of the goddamn ocean. And and a county fair with the destruction derby. <laughs> All the worst things that could happen in life. <laughs> Man, I, I, I gotta say, I'm very happy that I just fucked around in the early game of that. Like, I literally was just a pig and shit just making shit out of coconuts and fucking driftwood. I was... I was having a blast, but I didn't put the time in it that you did, obviously. You know, I, I was asking myself, why did Telltale invest in this? I think it was for desperation because they were going under. Yeah, I think it's because they were it the last <laughs> yeah. grasp of a dying idiot. And then Microsoft <laughs> bought them and they're making... Uh, and they're super rich again. Yeah, right? They're doing Psychonauts 2. That's never going to come out. These guys are fucking lying, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 200% lying. Um, final say, final impression, nonplussed. Let's let's get the hell out of this thing. I'm going to burn this game. Yeah, I'm saying nonplussed <laughs> I'm as done. well. Kirky? I'm going to plus it. I just I just like I like oh. the beginning stuff. I don't maybe it's not the game you grind on and do crazy shit because you only you have a month to play a game and you're contractually obligated to play this game and talk about it at the end of the month. I wouldn't spend 5 bucks but, on this piece of oh, shit I, though. <laughs> I, I I had two other games to fuck around with and I have every other game that's been on plus too, but like <laughs> as far as like come down here dipping into it and like, you know, grooving on it and kind of zenning out on it, I fucking loved it. Like I had a great time. Well, uh, Kirk, you said you didn't have any news this month, but you're bringing something else. I don't. It was a light news month. I think, I guess, the Discord thing with Sony happened right after we recorded our podcast. But we yeah, won't... it made us look like assholes. Uh, but we won't know the repercussions of that until, I think they said, 2022. So, fuck it. It ain't news. Mm. It ain't nothing. Uh, but what I do have, and I, I sent this out to Discord before the podcast here. Uh, you know, I enjoy a few other uh, podcasts, so I decided to pull a question from one of our favorite shows, uh, the Giant Bombcast, and um, it sounded interesting, and they had an interesting conversation about it, and I wanted to bring it to you guys, and 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 just learn more about you, so I could control you two more. Um, what is an irrational or rational fear that gave you nightmares? as a child um dorman why don't you uh why don't you start us off sure so um an irrational one it would never got to the level of nightmares but from what i hear apparently uh grass oh. like moving grass <laughs> Wait, okay would freak me out when i was like a, what, like a toddler so a stiff like, breeze would come through the yard and that would be it like that would be all that playtime is over um now more rational one was definitely the gremlins uh, i saw those movies way too young um but i was terrified of them but now i love the gremlins i watch gremlins every christmas it's that and die hard baby um i think i'm gonna and uh yeah, I would. Lo I I, I want to like buy a puppet from the Gremlins. I want to have one of those little bastards just hanging around all the time. You know, I think the grass thing's actually pretty common for for toddlers. It feels weird, so they don't like stepping on it. You know, 
it's 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 fucking everywhere and it just started moving and we just threw our like we saw that thing like we saw we heard about this and we saw it we just started throwing our kids in the grass like right away like in the middle of the yard (laughs) and the only way they could get to any of us was to go through the grass so they got over pretty quickly what if we got happening right then what if we got happening dude i saw fucking the mist of pollen coming through the trees on a slight breeze the other day and i just look at Catherine. i go it's fucking happening this is the happening they're trying to kill us but uh i'm actually gonna just jump right in on this uh off of what you said with gremlins there chris because i i was right there with you gremlins wasn't like my bad one but like once again saw it too young and knew that they existed and that and that was not a good thing for me but (laughs) uh boy uh but mine was alf (laughs) wow so my aunt had an alf doll uh when i'd go and visit her she's she's only a few years older than me um, probably had the same one. My mother's youngest sister. And uh, I don't know where this fear came from. She must have terrorized it. I remember she terrorized me a couple times as a child, a few times as a child. Uh, but it was fine. It was, it was it was all in good fun. But I had nightmares from as far as I could remember up to about like 12 years old about Alf trying to eat me. And around 10 years old... And, like, he'd do the voice and everything and then be like, yeah, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> and then, like, chase me around. Or, like, I distinctly remember this one scene from my nightmares of, like, everything's black. And then there's a big white light with, like, a figure in the middle. And then the eyes open up and they're white. And, like, the head turns and it's obviously, like, the silhouette of Alf. <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck, he's going to eat me. <laughs> So because you're a kitty cat. So that yeah, apparently. So this led to and I do I watched the show in the afternoon to try and like desensitize myself to this as as a kid like my parent like I don't think my parents knew or told or said anything about it or I didn't tell them about it, but I used to watch like the show in the afternoons uh when I was a kid to try and desensitize myself to it and everything like that and it just like didn't work. And then I started being able, I thought I started being able to, like, control my dreams when I was, like, 10 years old. I'm like, I got control of this, like, you know, you're not going to fucking eat me, uh, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go on an adventure together and have fun. And, like, we would do this, like, in my dreams. Like, me and Alf would be hanging out. We'd be rocking and rolling, having fun. And then just before I would wake up, (laughs) he'd turn around and look at me. It's like, all right, I'm going to eat you now. (laughs) (laughs) And I would wake up just, like, fucking terrified. Like, I got fucking incepted by my own goddamn dream that I thought I was incepting. It was fucking horrible, man. I, I think that shit stopped when I was about, like, 12. Like, it didn't scare me. Like, after I was 10 years old, it didn't scare me anymore. And I think I stopped, like, having dreams about it at all when I was, like, 12 or 13. Uh, when I was 10, or, like, after 10, I was just like, here we fucking go again. And, like, I just didn't care anymore. But, like, man, it was super fucked. <laughs> like, I vividly is... remember these fucking nightmares still. I just love that you're, like, the my takeaway from that was he was doing the voice, like, yeah, he sounded like Gordon Shumway. Like, who, who, what, what were you expecting him to sound like? like? But no, he was doing the voice and everything, and he was coming to eat me. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be dude. weirder if Alf sounded like Bill Clinton <laughs> and was coming at you. 
we're just we're just like a fucking monster or something like not like gordon shumway whoa come here kirk hey, gonna... hey kirk yeah i have your weakness now no it doesn't work anymore <laughs> I'm, I'm super cool about it but like yeah i should uh-huh. i was bad for a while uh-huh. Hendu, tell me your yeah. nightmares <laughs> i bet it's still back there um so actually mine's pretty similar to your guys's in some ways and uh I was trying to think about what it was, and I remembered recently I was watching Resident uh, Evil Village gameplay. I was watching some boss fights, and one of the later boss fights is um, it's like this house full of dolls. And when that happened, I was like, I started to get some like PTSD level sort of like, uh, uh, wait, why is this so? <sighs> oh shit, that's right. I I had a, a little flashback there because I when I was younger, when I was a kiddo. Um, we all watched like my family watched like a scary movie about doll, like a house of dolls, right? Not Chucky level, but still, you know, a scary movie. And uh, my mom had the, the great idea that it'd be fun to prank me by getting a two story ladder outside my second story window, oh, um, and having a little doll with a knife in its hand tapping <laughs> on the window at bedtime. Um, and that freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> Get fucking dunked on, you idiot. <laughs> oh, man. So, the kid me, obviously, in the moment, couldn't reconcile that. Afterwards, now that I, you know, that I had an explanation was great. Um, but forever on edge now about fucking dolls. I can't have them looking at me in the room. If they're sitting there, especially, I'm talking like the old school porcelain dolls oh, yeah. that like the eyes close and then when they sit up, they open. Oh, yeah that shit um no no fuck that uh that doll goes in the closet or face down it's no or the fireplace fireplace. yeah or or right in the dumpster dumpster. um, where it belongs this made me fucking volcano that makes me think of fucking that goosebumps show what was that fucking ventriloquist slapping yeah like why the Mm -hmm. fuck was that for kid like why that show was yeah (laughs) nightmare feel which i guess was the fucking point but jesus Hey man, some of us, some of us are into it. <laughs> I think I got some from the fucking listeners here. If you guys are are quite done sharing your nightmares, <laughs> uh, from Panda King, uh, clowns still and now. I man, I used to have a bad clown thing too. I think everybody at some point is mm-hmm. afraid of clowns. Yeah, yeah, it happens eventually. Afraid of how fucking horny they make me. <laughs> fucking Christ. Uh, oh, speaking of panicking, he's my brother. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> we were kids. We had a fucking... I had a Halloween mask. I think it actually was his Halloween mask. And it was my responsibility to, to wake him up in the morning. And I, I, I still am and always have been like an early riser. And one day I had the great idea to just wake him up with a Halloween mask. <laughs> and he's never forgotten it. He brings it up to the sound day. like him every once in a while. He was terrified. I remember his face. <laughs> it was not a. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have done that. He was just a boy, <laughs> and so was I, which is why I did it. Ah, oh, the true fear. Uh, from B Chandler, this one. When I read this, my fucking chest constricted, and I hate him for it. Uh, B Chandler, I thought quicksand would be a bigger issue as an adult than it is. Just thinking yeah. about being stuck 
in quicksand and watching my I horse mean, yeah, it's... my horse go down in the quicksand and die. And he won't do my anything. Only he, friend. he just has to move and he won't do it. <laughs> He's going to die. Can I tell you I watch that scene at least twice a year <laughs> and I make Catherine watch it and she goes, what is your fucking problem? I was like, I don't know. When it pops in my head, I have to watch it. I mean, the Swamp of Sorrows is that what it is? I think that is what it's called. Ugh. It's a no. I no. Oh God, you can't. Why would you? Okay, let's Google it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's just go ahead and move on to next month's offerings. What is June bringing to us, Hendrickson? Tell me. All right, you guys. First game up is Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Yeah, man. Blast from the past on this one. Here is the uh Hey guys, it's the, the Swamp of Sadness. Get out of here. Get out of our fears. Monster. Um here's the breakdown for Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Sega's iconic one-on-one battler gets remade for a new generation by Yakuza and Judgment developer Ryuga Kotoku Studio. This console exclusive debuts on PlayStation Plus, allowing both VF veterans and newcomers to experience the intense martial arts combat, deep strategy, and intricately balanced gameplay of the groundbreaking groundbreaking 3D fighter in stunning HD. It's really hard to read this with my stuffy nose still. Uh, New online features like custom tournaments supporting up to 16 players and live spectating. Join classic modes like Rank Match, Arcade, and VF5's famously robust Training to deliver the definitive Virtua Fighter experience. Um, also note that this game will be available until Monday, August 2nd. So they're going for a, a longer one, longer release uh, window there for it. I'm excited. I don't care about really all these other modes. I just want to smack around with three buttons like old days. What uh, Have you played Virtua Fighter 5? No, See, never. It's funny. Uh, Dorman, do you remember we? I used to smack you around yeah. in this in the apartment? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely remember Virtua Fighter Five on an X. Did we play this on Xbox 360? I had it on PS3. Maybe I had it on PS3 as well. It's a good game. I hope it's worth the update. I mean, it's two generations old. Like, all right, see what. Yeah, that's 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 tough. But I guess it's Sega's it's Sega's thirtieth anniversary. No, it's Sega's sixtieth. Sonic's thirtieth. Sonic's thirtieth. So I mean, yeah, I mean it's one it's one of the most iconic. Like we wouldn't have where fighters are today, we wouldn't have that shit with if it wasn't for Virtual Fighter. So this was that that jam in the arcade too. Oh, that was that yeah. that movie theater, mm-hmm. that Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. you know, Bowling some alley. version of Virtual Fighter. Yeah, some version of Virtual Fighter in any of those. Was, vir- this is that childhood nostalgia. Virtual Fighter and uh and uh Primal Soul Calibur and Soul Calibur. Man, those are my like. I was a 3D fighter boy. Those are my jams. I like that. Zombie shooters? No, get that. Get that noise out of here. I was a big fan of, of uh, Primal Rage. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Primal Rage. Wasn't bad. But then you get the... What else do we got? Then you get the lady what that can be poison. You just win all the time. Get too good. Dorm, what do you well, got? Get, get, get good, Scrub. Uh, yeah, so PS4 uh, players like myself and uh, everyone else in the world. Uh, we'll also be getting Star Wars Squadrons. Woo. So master the art of starfighter combat and frenetic 
multiplayer space dogfights and learn what it means to be a pilot in a thrilling Star Wars single-player story set after the events of Return of the Jedi and seen from alternating perspectives of two factions. I wonder what the two factions are. The Nazis the and new... the cool Americans. Correct. The New Republic, a.k.a. the Nazis, fights for freedom. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> are we the bad guys? The New Republic fights for freedom. The Empire demands order. Take control of iconic crafts such as the X-Wing and TIE Fighter. Customize loadouts and cosmetics. Divert power between weapons, shields, and engines while immersing yourself in the cockpit. You'll also have the option to play the entirety of the game in virtual reality on PSVR. Missed opportunity. I feel like you're going to have to get a VR, Hendo. You're going to have to be our VR boy. <laughs> yes, I'm waiting for that PS5 VR. Yeah, I might actually actually get in on that because I want VR. Uh, but no, I'm. this is uh, this is exciting. Squadrons is a, is a pretty good get. Dude, it's only eight months old, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah. Long pandemic. Eight-month-old game. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. So we ex- get an eight-month-old game and a ten-year-old game? Oh, man. It might be older than that. I'm excited to fuck around in multiplayer with you guys in this one. I think that's going to be super fun. <laughs> I've got mixed feelings, man, because I like some aircraft games, but other times, I, I don't know if I could do this in VR even. I get that sort of weird stomach lurching. Oh. But it isn't space, though. So that, space. There's that no up help, or down. Actually. You're fine. Yeah. I would... Or you're worse. <laughs> <laughs> or Maybe you're not grounded at all and everything's terrible. What did, what all have you guys played? In, like I, I was a big Wing Commander guy on the PC back in the day. Wing Commander. Hell yeah, I bro. did play some Wing Commander, yeah. Uh, I've played some Ace Combat games. I've jumped in every now and then. I've dabbled. His commander was fun. I'm a big Star Fox guy. Also never Star heard, Fox. Never heard of it. Star Fox 64. Never heard so, of yeah, it. Yeah, Star Fox 64. Ever heard of it? No. <laughs> Speaking of Rumble Pack and Dual Sense, I'm gonna barrel over to Operation Tango. Uh, this is our PS5 game that only I will be playing. Oh, with Panda King, probably. Team up to save the world in this cooperative spy adventure challenging you and a friend to join up online to complete dangerous missions across the globe in a high-tech near-future world. Combine skill sets from different points of view, playing either hacker or agent to overcome the asymmetrical challenges. Working in tandem with only your voice to link you, teamwork is crucial and communication is key. Note, Operation Tango requires both players to have access to a working microphone. I'm excited about this one. Uh, it looks kind of fun. Uh, it'll be interesting to play with my brother because we don't communicate well together. <laughs> so, and if we learned anything from what was that fucking game that we played, Dorman? We are here. Oh, we were here. Yeah, we were whatever. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did not go well. So, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. No. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm well, very excited to see. But, but, it takes two to tango, and I was kind of hoping this would be a game about dancing, so but instead... It takes two to save the world, though. Uh, but what kind of sucks is it's getting released on PlayStation 4 as well. This is what I was talking about with Wreckfest. It's getting released on PlayStation 4 at the same time as the PlayStation right. 5 version, and there's a whole millions of people I could play with that I can't. Like you two. <laughs> no, you can't! Yeah, but whatever. 
All right, well, on that cheery note, let's move on to plus ones. Is that what we're doing now? This, this is the uh, part of the show where Chris Kirk and I discuss something else uh, from this month. Could be video games, could be not, uh, that we'd like to talk about or recommend to you guys. Uh, I say... Hendo, you go first. Sure. Um, I'm, I would say Skyrim, but, uh, I've already mentioned it and I'm not far enough in yet to really talk about it more. So I'll give you guys something else. You're not willing Um, to recommend Skyrim to anybody. I mean, if you don't, if you don't know, now, you know, I'll recommend the anime called attack on Titan, which has a final season. Now it's not done with the final season, but there's enough there to sink your teeth in if you haven't gotten started yet. It is just brutal yep. and depressing, and it gives you a speck of hope. And then, it, you know, actually, it's really like um, Game of Thrones. Gives you a speck of hope and then crushes it and says, I think why did you hope? I told you not to hope. It, it's so this much worse than Game of Thrones, I feel like. Like, cause that spec is yeah, so small, good. and they really ramp you up like, you're gonna do it. And... And something happens out of fucking nowhere and destroys everything. It's just totally fucked. <laughs> I think and there's this just is layers the, and layers this, too. This first half of the season is the worst of that that there's ever been, where it's like everything's going a certain way, and then they flip the table on you, and it it, it gets to be like the darkest that it has ever been. I got to get back into it's it. It's unbelievable. I got to get it's back into unbelievable. it. Because I, I, I was very excited about my history lesson at the end of season three. And I guess I got to I gotta jump back in and see where that goes. Because I love yeah. that shit. I love knowing why things are the way they are. Uh, I'm going to jump in with a quick plus one. Uh, trying new things. Uh, caviar, <laughs> for one. Oh, this, my this God. This delicious caviar that I'm going to take a, a scoop of on air here. Because it is just so buttery and rich and delicious and salty. Mm. I, I've I've just heard us go from five to four listeners. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> love love fish eggs. And That's love true. Eggs. You're gonna have to get some tomorrow night at dinner. Oh my god. So excited. Um Kirk. What you got? Uh I streamed it earlier this week. Uh I've been playing Returnal. Uh I just realized that Returnal made me realize that there's a there may be a type of game that I like better than RPGs, and it's this. Like, play for an hour, get killed, and because I love starting games. You know what I mean? I am mm-hmm. <laughs> a consummate, like, game starter. You can see all my fucking, you, hey, you play the game for an hour trophies on PlayStation. And I just love the beginning of games, and uh, roguelikes let you play a game over and over again at the beginning. And get a little bit better, a little bit stronger. Uh, the game is fucking great. It's great. It's the first game that makes me feel like people should have a PlayStation 5. It feels good. It, it plays well. DualSense is fucking insane. Like, you feel rain dripping and dropping all over your controller. I don't know how they fucking do it. It's crazy. Uh, the shooting's great. Combat's great. It's high energy. It's a lot like a control. If you're sitting around waiting for the action to come to you, you're going to die. Like, you need to be moving. You need to be rocking and rolling. Um, the only thing I would say against it at this point is it needs checkpointing. Uh, yeah. I had a, I had was having my best run yesterday, and the storm rolled through my area, 
And the only way you have to save your game is by suspending the PlayStation, by putting it into rest mode. And that's and if the power goes out, rest mode's done, and I lose that run, which sucks. And you know, with the with the kids and just you know, just being a, a human being and tired sometimes, I don't have time to put two three hours into a run of a game yeah. so that was a little scary and it didn't fucking matter because when i picked the game back up this morning i died in about five minutes and went to skyrim <laughs> I, I think uh, on the stream you saw like i can't help myself but try and save uh get revenge for those corpses and i was in a new biome hendu i was in the second the second zone mm-hmm. and i was like i'm saving this corpse how bad could it be i'm tearing through all the uh, tearing through all these enemies and i got fucked I was it was bad. Mm. I just didn't know the enemy's patterns and the way their 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 bullet hells moved and fuck. It was very disappointing. But uh Returnal. Can, can I say yeah. um just on on the general note of this genre, this roguelike genre that's really popular now. I'm I'm actually glad that we have a new trend that we like versus the battle royale crap bullshit. that keep, you know people keep trying to do it's bullshit Everybody you can say it, it. <laughs> it's bullshit it's it's high high bullshit roguelike so fantastic love it mm-hmm. it's it because it prioritizes gameplay in, in a, yeah you know you got to have a sticky gameplay for that to work. can i tell you my tin foil hat theory right now i texted it to you guys earlier so hades has been get, gotten approval in asia for for uh playstation 4 like could we see is it getting approved through xbox like could this be a playstation plus game like next month no because it'll be a game pass game next week is it really Ooh, yeah. no i don't know oh, i was about to say like, like thanks <laughs> thanks chris just uh just drop trout just take a big old shit <laughs> i mean yeah i mean just with the way cross-platform games seem to work and how nintendo and microsoft are a bit more chummy with that versus the loner sony well, it's I mean, cool it was. For school. I mean, it was on Nintendo. It's been on Nintendo, and it's getting approval in Asia uh, for PlayStation Four. It's getting rated in Asia right now. So, I mean, we'll see it on PlayStation, just whether or not it's a plus game. I mean, it's it's a great. I guess at this point, it doesn't need to be a plus game because everybody knows that shit's good. <laughs> they just need to play it somewhere, right? But that was, that's my right. tinfoil hat theory. Yeah, roguelikes and Returnal and Hades. And fucking Slay the Spire and Rogue Legacy. Play those games. They're all fucking great. Oh, and Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. I've started playing Enter the Gungeon. That game's really right. good, too. We got that for free. And it's a Rogue Legacy. Right? <laughs> uh, Panda King brought Mass Effect Legacy Edition for his plus one, bringing back some mm. good memories of a great series. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck him and everything he stands for. <laughs> you do detect a hint of jealousy. I, I am holding out for... No load times before I get to play no my favorite times. video game series. They have ever. to be better, right? I mean, they're going to be better on PS4, but what's the point if they're even better on PS5? Like, mm-hmm. Dude, we played know. Mass Effect 2 on PlayStation 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. Actually, I played that on Xbox because you got the voice commands. Oh, shit. Did I play Mass Effect 3 on PlayStation 3 as well? Fuck. Yeah. They were all on PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. Oldie but a goodie. Well, Mass Effect 1 was only on Xbox 360. Yes. Yes, on the 360. 
Uh, that is where I played originally. So, uh, yeah. Uh, again, great game. Can't wait to play that eventually. Uh, thank you, Panda Kang, for all of the all of the interaction this month. Uh, Kirk, you wanna you wanna give us some some housekeeping? I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. Uh, join our Discord. Interact with us, and uh, also give us a give us a a subscription and a, a review on iTunes probably helps the most. Uh, but honestly, I'll take it from anywhere. It's all good with me. Um, also, you can email us questions and feedback at podcastnonplussed at gmail.com. I'll leave a note in for the Discord. And and that's all I got. If you got any, we'll take weird questions. Let us know what you want to know or what, what you want us to talk about. We'll fucking talk about it. Yeah, that, 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 that weird fear thing was fun. Let's do more <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> Would you like to know my like daily schedule, like where I am most times? Oh, uh, that's for, that's for next month. Okay, I'm just gonna start leaving gremlins on your path at all times. That'd be fun, dude. Please, please, I would kill. Like I said, I would kill to have one of those little bastards. Next month's question: What what games give you weird boners? <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil Village. <laughs> Nothing weird about that. That's not, that, that's not a weird thing. boner. That's not weird. That boner. is that is just a boner. I know what an erection feels like, Michael. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's going to be it for uh, the PlayStation Nonplus podcast. Uh, yeah, stay tuned. Some, some, some changes coming down the pipeline, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can find me online at Dingo Sphinx on the PlayStation Network. Uh, I'm Master Cylinder, M-A-S-T-A-C-Y-L-I-N-D-E-R. And I'm Hendrickson, H-E-N-D-R-I-X-S-A-N. All right. Uh, yeah. And if nobody has anything else, that will take us out of here. We will see you at the end of June. Thanks for listening and stay plussed. Bye. See ya. Penis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's my fun intro is my tin of caviar that I bought. Same, same. I don't, you, so. you're probably fine. You're probably fine. This is caviar. Petrosian. How much did that cost? $82. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Yeah. Petrosian from Paris. That's classic Ocetra caviar. Okay. You're going to eat it right uh, now in front of us? So this is the first I've never had caviar. First of all, life. get your silver spoon out. You have to have your first your first hit no. off of silver. Gold? No. Gold spoon? Gold. Gold. Yes. Silver is not uh, acceptable. That will affect the flavor of the caviar. And gold doesn't, way. right? The, the, the suggested implement is mother of pearl. And how much did that cost you? Uh, like five bucks. <laughs> for a set of two. Was that next, um, was that next to the uh, caviar? No, so the caveat. No, this was off Amazon. Uh, <laughs> so you put a lot of thought into this. So, and do I hope you're recording this yourself right now? Yeah, it really doesn't smell like anything. So yeah, let's see if we can get some some beads here. Oh yeah, I see it. 
is is this because of the lord title you have now you have to do lordly things maybe. like eat caviar maybe <laughs> i want to know i need to know if i like caviar you've had you've had to have egg, egg row and stuff before you've had i mean to yeah have. i mean like yeah sure but not like this fancy ass french shit not the salty salty i've been told it tastes apparently just like salt so i'm assuming it just tastes like salt I can't spill any beads because again, eighty-two dollars for this fucking. See, I'm not. Pu- to... I'm not putting this in because people will think that we're actually somehow making money off our podcast, and we are not. <laughs> no, this is just what happens when I actually get a tax return. Uh, I cannot wait for you to have for you to move in with your girlfriend and realize you can't spend a hundred. What'd you spend today? Two hundred and fifty dollars on magic cards. Maybe. <laughs> another 82 on caviar attaboy hey man i just blew mine on a what i got a a, a safe like a grown-up safe and an iphone with the airpods i, I just spent just... my bonus on that nice a panic room <laughs> a, a panic room safe <laughs> <laughs> anyways Button. all right bottoms up here we bottoms go up, let's see everybody Cheers. i'm watching this face take it slow bring in air bring air into your mouth so you can taste it there you go If you don't make the mouth noises, I can't tell you're eating it. There we go. Mm. What do you got? Oh my god, that's so good. Is it just salt or explain? It's to me. like paint me a word picture. As I get to time dot is. <laughs> it's like um, rich. It's buttery. Oh. Mm. So it's like and salty. Oh, see that's that good salt. Mmm. Now put that on an oh my oyster, god. Put that on an oyster cracker. That little that little like that the flavor killer along with the salt and everything. Do you have an oyster cracker with you or or something of that I nature? I just going to just going to take it to the head. This is the this is going to be the most expensive oh, snack yeah. you've ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the idea. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. That's great. Yo. If you have $80, <laughs> Just lay I will, I will make $80 happen for that. I'll make that I know you spread. both have two children. Oh, my wife will kill me. <laughs> I'll, give them each a spoon. I'll give them each a $20 spoon. My God. <laughs> I had a, I had to go Bundaroo instead of full box on the new Magic set. <laughs> that is so fucking good. Oh, my God. 